Pussy, pussy, it's gonna be a good one today. Yes, I'm talking about a clit talk, clit talk, clit talk. Talking about a clit talk, clit talk, clit talk. Come on, girls and boys and everyone on the gender rainbow, bring your pussies to the show. What is up, clitorati? It is Sexual Health Week, and we are talking one of our favorite topics, masturbation. Yes, masturbation is a health conversation. It helps in relaxation, promotes better sleep, promotes the release of the brain's opioid-like neurotransmitters called endorphins, which cause feelings of physical and mental well-being. We talked a lot about that in the Betty Body episode last week. Please check it out. She was amazing. It reduces stress and it enhances self-esteem and body image. So we're releasing a little behind the scenes recording today. We were live on Zoom with the founding members of our signature masterclass and we got a masturbation question and went on a large tangent. So we wanted to share that information with you. It's really a lot of information over many episodes of Clit Talk all condensed into one, which is always great. And we also are launching our signature masterclass next week. So the opportunity to join the signature masterclass, Sex and Empowerment, is still available. And we want to give you a sneak peek at what's available to you. We do pussy power hours, which basically you can come ask us anything. It's me, Katie, Lindsay, and Sugar. And you can literally just ask us anything live and get live coaching from us. So that is just one of the many things. And then we are teaching you the best of the best of Clit Talk. This episode is 178. So 178 episodes interviewing the top doctors, sex birds, going on our own sex explorations and really digging deep into our life to see what stops us not only in the bedroom, but in our life. So enjoy listening to one of our founding members who is anonymous in this recording and the brilliant tangent that we all went on. And we hope that this brings you health, happiness, and really you know, a pleasure, positive life. Enjoy. Um, I think just to figure out the why, like, like all of this, right. To get to the root of the why. Mm. And like, I, I feel like that's at the bottom of all of the work and it takes you directions that you don't expect it to, which is like the good and the bad of, of all of it. Right. Like as you're going through, like, the work on your limiting belief or whatever it is. And you think that it's going to be just about a sex thing. And it ends up being like some crazy childhood thing or whatever else. Like, yeah. So there's, there's some, something that's causing it. And now we just, I just have to dig a little bit more to figure out what it is. Wow. That, that is so eloquently said. Um, and, and you're right, right? Like we are, we're, you guys are all registered in a sex and empowerment course, but like, the secret is this is really about your whole life. <laughs> That's what we didn't tell you. <laughs> Surprise. <laughs> You're actually going to get your whole life. And that's because if you can identify it in one area of your life, like identify something that you couldn't see before, yeah. you start to see how it's like, oh yeah, 
that's here and it's there. It's like everywhere. Because if it's in one place, it's in every aspect of your life because it's just in the fibers of who you are and how you operate. And we're just opening things up so that you can identify it and make these small shifts or just to identify something it has all of that disappear. So this is very powerful. So thank you. Yes. How you masturbate is how you live your life. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) kidding. It's the truth. It's the truth. And you know what? I avoid masturbating. Like, Do you avoid masturbating, Katie? I never want to go. I never want to go. Like I never want to have sex. Like, And then when I do, I'm always like, why don't I... Like literally every time, like, why don't I do this more? Right. You know? So it's everywhere. Mm. So it's funny because I actually have a masturbation question. Perfect. <laughs> um, and it sparked because of in the last one when Katie mentioned that she can do it in like three to five minutes. I got real jealous. And because <laughs> oh. I am one of those like everything takes forever. Like, mm-hmm. Lindsay, thank you. Mm-hmm. So do you have any tips for like figuring all of that out? Because I feel like... but like. I'm trying to figure everything out, but I just get so bored. It takes so long. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So when you, when you say it takes forever, which part are you talking about? Like turning yourself on or orgasming? Both or all, of those things. Both of all them. All of the things. Okay. Got it. Mm. Got it. So I'm you in this. You and you are me in this. Um, mm. So when you're developing a... I would say... So I know you said it's a masturbation practice, but I actually hear this as like a self-care, self-pleasure practice, right? Um, and orgasms are amazing, right? And for me, are you in your head a lot when you're trying to masturbate and have sex? Yeah. Just always I th- in life. I thought, I thought that might be the case. <laughs> always in life. Are you like having sex and literally running through your grocery list like I do? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so self-pleasure is like almost like a mindfulness practice, I would say. So for me, what gave me a lot of freedom is when I took the orgasm, like pressure, right? Like if we reach it, great. But every time I allow myself to say, I'm not focused on the orgasm, I can reach orgasm so much faster. And you can't like trick yourself and say like, I'm not trying to orgasm, but you secretly still are. You have to like really take the pressure off of yourself. And what I would invite you to take a look at is... The fact that the time you're spending with yourself, turning yourself on, you know, whether you're, you know, lightly touching your skin or you're watching some porn or you're rubbing your clit, I would invite you to take a look at why is that frustrating for you, right? Like, like, can you fall in love with the process of turning yourself on? Because the less pressure you put on yourself, the more enjoyable it can be. Like, maybe your pleasure practice for one night is just to spend five minutes lightly caressing every inch of your body and then like acknowledge yourself for that. And then you can move up in little increments. Does that make sense? I would say take the pressure off of yourself and maybe, you know, do a little meditation or a mindfulness thing. Like try the best you can to like get yourself in a, um, like a relaxed state so that you can clear your mind because there's no way that I'm coming if my mind isn't clear. Like I'm like, it's, like impossible. <laughs> so allow it to be like an erotic meditation. Yeah. On our sex and empowerment signature masterclass, email clittalk at gmail.com. I'm actually looking up a link to this erotic meditation that I really love. Victoria Redbar. 
Oh yes. And, um has a sex magic meditation. It's um it's like 18 minutes long and I'll just listen to that and masturbate to that with her, with her and it's really incredible. So I'm going to put I'm going to post that in chat here. I'm just sending yeah. it from my phone to my computer so I can put it in the chat. Um, <laughs> I'm so on the same page as you um, though, Katie, bouncing off of your sex magic. I felt mm-hmm. really called to say, I'll, I'm just going to add in my two cents to this is to bring in that which you're wanting to desire. You seem like someone to me who's like, it needs to be productive. <laughs> so I'm just looking at an opportunity to optimize your, your masturbation with a, <laughs> a productive masturbation productive session. Productive masturbation session. Yeah. I love that. Well, I mean, it puts so much pressure. If if you have, if you're someone who takes a while to climax, like, and you haven't created the time and space to do it, or you're just frustrated because you want it to happen, like all of those blocks are going to make it take so much longer. Mm-hmm. So, I'm, um, yeah. I also, I also um, had a question. What are you? Are you mostly masturbating with your hand? Or are you playing with toys That's and what I was like CBD <laughs> oils? All the things. So okay. I have, I got the CBD oil, the bush package. Like I have all the things. Okay. So okay. I try all the things. Okay. I all them. Um, the one that I use the most is the Hitachi Magic Wand. Do you have that? Don't have that one. Do you just to, a little bit? Did you powerful. did you listen to our five types of types of clit episode? I did, and that. Do you know what type of clit you are? Um, you don't. You don't have to tell us if you don't want. I mean, you can, but you don't. I'm just asking if you know. I can't remember which one, but I think the same as you, Lindsay. Because okay. like when you were talking, I was like, "Boom!" Yeah. So yeah. So if that's the case, then the Hatachi's probably not going to be good for her. The 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 clitoral sucker is going to be your best friend if you're the same as me. Oh, she said that she has that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but the, I haven't the, used that one very much though yet. I yeah, I would experiment more with the clitoral sucker because in my experience, if you're like me, um, strong vibrators just make me go numb, and then I'm like, well, fucking frustrated. If that's your experience, yeah. Oh, okay. okay. Well, well, yeah. the, I put it. I put it in the chat. <laughs> if anyone else, wants a lot of people do love the Hitachi though. <laughs> um, and something that helped me because I the clitoral sucker actually wasn't working for me. I really loved the um, the other two, but recently it's become my favorite because it mimics really good oral sex. And when I had that information, I was able to experience that while I was using the toy, mm-hmm. and that made a big difference for me. Did Another you do thing to- special with it, like. Extra like to mimic that more. I do like extra I, lube or anything. Yes, I do. Yeah, go. let me tell you what I do. So I have a <laughs> <laughs> I'm a medium. <laughs> I have a medium, uh, like a smallish medium hooded clit. So for me, for example, that Hitachi vibrator is like Nirvana because a medium hooded clit likes like a, a friction hard and wide, not centralized, right? So with this clitoral sucker though, so for anyone who has, uh, I, I would say it doesn't matter that you're, you know, Kate, you and I have two different clit sizes. We can still use this toy in the same way. Lube her up, lube yourself up. You, you've got the Foria Wellness CBD. Yeah, okay. So that um, is external only. So this is perfect for that. So I, I put that all over you, lube yourself up. Uh, I like to actually squirt my lube into the hole itself of the clitoral sucker. 
So I actually get it into the clitoral sucker hole, fill it up with like lube as a, a lot of it, honestly. And then I, what I like to do is I like to make sure that my clit is a little bit engorged. Like there's a little bit of engorgement because, because I don't have a small clit like, like Lindsay, mine is, this is going to really take the, the, the clitoral vacuum sucker part is the size of my medium clit. So I have to actually, for the very few times when I do masturbate, actually need to find a centralization over it so that like the puzzle piece fits over each other. So I like to make sure it's a little engorged before so I can see her. And I just lift up my pussy and pull my clit, like expose my clit. Like I literally pull her back. I'm like, where is she? Pull the, make her expose. And I put the clitoral sucker right on top of that with all that lube that's now like in the clitoral sucker on me. So it's really soft. And what I do is I just let it gently be there. And I, I visualize that it's my partner going down on me. I have a hard time with toys. Like I have to pretend they're like actual beings. So I just imagine his face, what it looks like when he goes down on me. So something that I started doing is started watching my partner go down on me. So I could recreate that in my visualization when I solo practice with this toy. And then from there, you can go more intense. You know, and you mentioned you have a small clit. So, you know, I imagine that it could be like, <laughs> would freak her out a little. So <laughs> we're like, ah! Once you're there, be intuitive and figure it out. But that's those are my recommendations for using that little sucker. Okay, I know, we're giving, I know we're giving you a lot of information, but I, as she was sharing, I have one more thing that I just remembered. So, and I just put posted the link in the chat. So, there's a TED talk that I watched, um, and it it we've talked about it on the show before, but it provided me so much freedom. It's orgasm, the cure for hunger in the Western woman, is the TED talk. Um, I would watch that TED Talk because it might reframe this for you. And there is a technique in there that she talks about you can either do with a partner or I do it by myself. And it's like 15 minutes of just light stroking of the clit. And now she recommends doing it with... a. Do you have a partner? Yeah. So see if you can enroll your partner in this because doing this with my partner completely shifted like everything for me sexually, like regularly, because there's no, again, there's no pressure to this. Like basically what it looks like is the man is fully clothed. The woman is naked from the waist down. She has her legs open. There's no expectation of sex. There's no expectation for orgasm. It is just about, and she goes into more detail about just feeling it. The man describes your pussy like I'm seeing beautiful coral colors. And then he strokes your clit. No, no, no light, no heavier than just how you would stroke your eyebrow for 15 minutes. Now you start doing this on a weekly basis. I'm telling you, it's going to shift your sex life. It's really powerful. So I posted the link to the TED Talk in there as well. And she goes into more detail about doing that. You can do it for yourself or it's really powerful to do with a partner. And it really helped me get out of my head. Sometimes my partner and I will start a lovemaking session with that to allow me time to like get turned on in a relaxed way. And my husband was the one who actually used the sucker on me first. <laughs> I could find it like like for the sucker to get on it actually. And it was kind of really fun for him and for me. So. You couldn't find your own clit, Katie? <laughs> I mean, I could find it, but I wasn't using the toy correctly or whatever. Oh, got it. Okay, really okay. Figure out like how to use it. And when he did it, he just put it right on there and it was like, oh. You're like, hi there. Hi. Okay, cool. I feel like, did, I hope we didn't overwhelm you. 
That was a lot of oh, information. That was great. Thank you. I, okay, cool. We want to talk about of... masturbation. We can talk about it all day. Yeah, all clearly. Day. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, cool. Any? Do you have any other questions, comments, concerns? No, that's awesome. Thank you okay, guys cool. so much. Wow. Yeah. Yes. You can please update us. So don't leave us hanging after this Yes. Will you, my, my request is also that you please update us and, and let us know if any of those things made a difference for you. Mm-hmm. I definitely yeah. will. Yeah. Cool. Awesome. Oh, yay. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Clit Talk. Be sure to visit clittalkshow.com to join the conversation, access the show notes, and discover our fantastic bonus content. Also, be sure to follow us on Instagram at Clit Talk Show for your clit fix in between episodes.